Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Listen to their struggles as they turn them into trials. In a city full of challenges, they only search for victory, and nothing will hold them back. These are their stories, so sit back, relax, and welcome to their city. Wrestle City Radio. giving us Lani and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Our prayers are with the Papa family uh, and uh, my heart out to, uh, to Lani. But uh, uh, again, guys, welcome to Russell City Radio. We have a great show here lined up for you. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about the rules going into WWE Raw tonight. Now that Samoa Joe is the number one contender towards Brock Lesnar, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. But before and, of course, I can't forget our special guest interview here today. I'm talking about none other than one half of Team Lucha. He's a member of the Latino World Order. He's also a mass luchador. I'm talking about Jay Rios. Uh, he will be here on the show a little later with us today, and he's a great, humble young man. I can't wait to talk to him 
Uh, he's always been very nice to me at every event I go to. So it's going to be an honor and a privilege to be speaking with, of course, Mr. Jay Rios here today. Now, aside from that, oh, and mind you, we've had John Cruz on here on the show. He was, uh, that's Jay Rios' tag team partner. Now we're going to see what Jay Rios has to say. But that's talking about tag team partners and about the local wrestling scene and, of course, independence and so on and so forth. Uh, guys, I have a breaking announcement. Uh, basically, uh, this past week, uh, we've been working with Xtina. As we all know, she was the host of the show. She's now our social media ambassador, uh, and she's going to be presenting our first live Facebook feed show tomorrow on our fan page at Facebook.com Russell City Radio, where she will be talking and recapping today's program and previewing your program for next week, and of course, talking about some Miami Indies. And WWE as well. So guys, with that being said, of course, Xtina is your new social media ambassador. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow at 6 p.m. for the first episode of Russell City Live uh, on Facebook Live. And now I have even a bigger honor because never in our time, in my five, six years of doing this, have I ever had such a passionate person in the wrestling business be my co-host, and I'm talking about one of the strongest-willed people. She is such an amazing athlete down here in South Florida. She's an up-and-coming Florida star. She's really making name for herself, and she's only two years in. I'm talking about the one, the only. And make, let me make sure I do this uh, because I failed the last time. Red, go red. Go red. I, I suck at this. Red Velvet. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be co-hosting for uh, Wrestle City Radio. Let's get this going. I'm excited. <laughs> well, i got to do a better intro, though. You have to teach me. I, I have no idea how to do that. we got to work on that. Uh, how does it go? Uh, go red. Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Not not I still have no rhythm. <laughs> I still have no rhythm at all. I, I feel like if I was a class and you were my teacher, you would give me an F. I'll say D minus. We'll work on it. We'll work on well, it. Thank you for at least giving me a passing grade. Uh, yep. But, but anyway, uh, Red, welcome to the family. As we all know, Russell City Radio is not just a working team, a working group. Uh, you know, Russell City keeps on growing by the day. Basically, we're also family here, and you're practically a, a brand new sister to us. And uh, you saw for your own eyes when you even walked in, to, and you just celebrated your birthday this past weekend. Yep. And the uh, first thing you see on your first day here at work is a freaking cake. A red velvet cake. Yeah. yeah. Talking about staying in staying in right? Yep, always. And, and now your that cake is going to go... Somewhere else, which is basically our tummies. Yep. So, I can't wait. So, basically, uh, you know, I, I'm very proud to have Red Velvet on this team. I'm very honored to have Red Velvet on this team. It's a privilege. And, of course, with Red Velvet now being on our team, uh, guys, you can also like her fan page, uh, facebook.com backslash La Velvet. And uh, basically, L A V E L. V-E-double-T. Just go on and like her page there, or you have an Instagram too, right? I do. It is the same 
Next up is L-A underscore and Velvet with two T's. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Well, there you go. We yeah, we got the two plugs out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, you know, of course, make sure you follow her. She's going to be an up-and-coming star. If not, she's already an up-and-coming star. She's growing, uh, you know, South Florida Indies by storm. As a matter of fact, uh, with you part now working with us and you being part of our family, that also established marketing partnership now with the FEW, uh, which basically now we're going to be helping them promote their shows, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We'll be there live to cover their shows, uh, journalistic-wise. I know you'll be wrestling them, so it's not like you can do both journalistic and wrestling. Well, it's, maybe. Well, I, I would love to see how you do that. Be like, hey, I just beat you, but how do you feel? <laughs> I feel great. I mean, we can try. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. Yeah, but what if you hit a person with a chair? Well, then, <laughs> then, 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 then we might have an issue. <laughs> we might have a problem. <laughs> no, well, uh, aside from that, you know, Red you being the first ever FEW Women's Champion, uh, you you basically broke the mold there, and of course you've had a history with a uh, individual known as the State Master of Budadim, hence why you lost your women's championship. Uh, before we start talking about Extreme Rules and WWE Raw, I gotta ask you, Red, this is something I forgot to ask you when we were having our sit-down interview uh, at the training center. You know, with women now establishing themselves so well, making FEW history by being the first women's champion, Man, how does it feel with all of that only two years into the business? Uh, it feels great. It's a very uh, humbling experience, um, especially that it, I didn't expect it to happen so fast. But I'm um, so grateful for uh, my journey up until this point with uh, Fighting Evolution Wrestling. And I'm just excited for uh, the future and how much more I can grow wrestler as an entertainer and with my you know my second home yeah i i really really can't wait to actually be part of that journey because to be honest with you this is not because you're my new sister this is not because you're my new co-worker nothing of that this is professional journalist to professional wrestler no friend involved i have wwe in your future thank I, you i really I, do and uh I so. <laughs> well i say trust me and when that's contract is signed, you better not, when I'm on the other side of the fence, okay, and I'm saying, Red, you remember me? You're like, who's that? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's like, just waving at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, huh? Never. <laughs> I uh, got you. Yeah, okay. As, as long as you can give me a vaccine pass, I'll be your best friend for a time. Oh, maybe front row seats. Oh. So, you see that silence, right? <laughs> So uh, that, that's where you hear a pin drop. But anyway, you guys, <laughs> talking about WWE, of course, last night was Extreme Rules, and one of the most, it, 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 like, unexpected things happened. That was Samoa Joe winning that fatal five-way to become the new number one contender to go face Brock Lesnar now at, I, I can't say this people's name, Great Ball of Fire. Nice. <laughs> so basically... You know, it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe at Great Balls of Fire for the WWE Universal Championship. A lot of fans have been dreaming of this match because Samoa Joe being very, you know, 
open to MMA, uh, being very open to mixed martial arts, uh, submissions, and grappling, and so on and so forth. And Brock Lesnar, of course, having an MMA background, and wrestling, and, and one of the toughest, you know, in pro wrestling today, it is like, makes you think, what the hell am I going to watch? Am I going to see a bloodbath? Uh, like, honest to God, personally, I'm... What, what happened? It's going to be intense. No, it's going to be intense. Yes, you are absolutely right. Like, I feel like because Samoa Joe has been stiff in the independence. He's very famous for that, kind of like, he he re, he kind of reminded a lot of uh, the internet wrestling community, per se. The uh, A lot of the IWCs of Japanese Strong Style, which people were always like when they watched that. Samoa Joe reminded a lot of people that. Brock Lesnar reminds you every day of that because he was an MMA fighter. So if you tell him, hey, strike me, he's going to strike you. Hence what happened to Randy Orton when he busted him open in his forehead. So the thing is this. Samoa Joe, hard hitter. Brock Lesnar, hard hitter. To steal from you, Red, yes, intense. Now, to pick Brock Lesnar to win that match, obviously. Uh, as much as I'm a Samoa Joe fan, I'm really? gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pick Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And what you, you have? Uh, I'm kind of. I think Samoa Joe can. I think he can do it. He's a Samoan, but can he handle the that striking from like an MMA guy, Brock Lesnar? Definitely, definitely. I'm excited to watch it. I think really? it's gonna be a great match. Well, yeah, it's going to be a great match, but it's not, I, I don't think people can expect the flops in that match, uh, or how Randy Orton's been going on social media lately, hashtag no dives or something like that, or stop diving, or, I, I, I don't know, but the, the fact is, I, I don't think, I really don't think that we're going to see the flips and flops, we're just going to see a lot of ground wrestling, so it's, it, man, I, I'm just, just talking about it. Makes my hair stand up because <laughs> because it's like it's like it's one of those dreams that I thought was never gonna happen. It's like saying, "Hey, Trish Stratus is gonna face Bailey." Yeah, uh, I mean WWE is very interested, and I think that's what's great about it. You never know what matchups you're gonna get. Any if you were in the WWE now, is there any women? Each and every one of them. Oh, damn. Okay, nice. Yep. <laughs> you, you keep your options open. Of course. Uh, which is good. It's a big But basically, another thing that happened last night, which, of course, a lot of people shocked about it, Alexa Bliss retained her women's championship against Bailey. Uh, the wrestling community, again, are at, like, complete attacking about the situation that Alexa Bliss won. A lot of people say Alexa Bliss it doesn't deserve the championship doesn't deserve the, the position that she's in currently, that, you know, that she, that Bailey should have won, and et cetera, et cetera. Guys, I've said that countless of times, especially when Jinder Mahal won the championship, enjoy the ride. Okay? There's always a purpose for everything. Because when everyone was attacking the situation of Daniel Bryan is not on WrestleMania 30, so we're going to ride. Oh, my God that Daniel Bryan should be in the world title match. What happened? He ended up beating Triple H and went on to the 
the main event and won the championship. Enjoy the ride. On top of that, like Jinder Mahal, you guys uh, wanted a new face. Jinder Mahal gets becomes the champion. Now everyone's attacking the fact that he's on Royce and all this. He's not on Royce, and you got a new face. Stop stressing. You know, like there's always a new thing with the IWC, and that's not a, it's not a problem to voice as a fan, but don't stay to a point that it's going it's to be the reason why you're not going to watch wrestling because you're messing with their life. So respect the stories. Respect everything that's going on. You know, respect the buildup. You never know if Bailey's going to get another this. So enjoy the story while it goes. Maybe we're going to be introduced to a new face. Asuka still has to be called up to the main roster. Maybe that's what's being set up. Because apparently Asuka is going to be the next Paul Heyman girl. Yeah, so that would be very, very interesting to see. So so I'm just saying, like, enjoy the ride. Uh, Red, of course, you, you being a worker... And obviously, sometimes fans are like, yeah, Red Velvet won, but some people are like, Red Velvet should have won that match, and some people say this, and some people say that. You know, I, I'm assuming you could touch base on this. Um, I think no matter where you go, everyone has an opinion. <laughs> uh, some are going to be great. Some are not going to be what you expect, but um, it keeps the balance. Uh, we're not in a little perfect world. I'm I'm never going to have a career where everyone loves me. You know, I'm not going to be everyone's favorite. But I don't expect anyone's opinion because everyone can have an opinion. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes you're – it's different the inside than what you see on the outside and the mm-hmm. process and stuff like that. But, I mean, it doesn't really faze me. And, you know, it can't <laughs> be liked by everyone. Yeah. But – do you like playing heel or face more? I, I still see you as a heel sometimes. <laughs> uh, I've always loved heel, mind you. Um, they told me when they told me, "Hey, you're gonna make Ella Electric go heel today." I was like, "Yes." It depends, because I think it as it changes, you know, it's a different uh, journey. Uh-huh. So I like both. I mean, I love kids, so I, I don't like to pick on them, but um, I like to keep it versatile. You never know what you're going to get. Well, here's the funny story on that. John Cruz, Jay Reel's tag team that was here a couple weeks ago, uh, actually said, you know, usually he's a good guy. 90% of the time, he's a funny guy. He loves making people laugh. He loves doing everything. But then all of a sudden, when he puts on the mask of Serpentico, he all of a sudden changes he changes his persona. He changes his expression. He's a completely different person. So basically what I'm saying is like, yeah, I get you. Because like when I did El Electrico, El Electrico was a complete face. I made people laugh. I, I gave laugh dances for Christ's sake. Oh, wow. <laughs> I should have seen that. <laughs> oh, I don't think you do. Uh, unless, uh, anyway. Uh, but uh, like I People lap dances. I used to do so many different things just to make people laugh. I used to do the the, the conga line, you know. But then one day in Mississippi, you know, they say, "Hey, George, you're going to be a heel." I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to be a heel. I'm going to face a woman up there." And uh, when I put on that mask, uh, basically a completely different mask, and it was a completely different persona. 
Like, people hated me. People actually gave me death threats up in Mississippi. People are passionate out there, man. Love that. <laughs> I love when they get mad. That's like, what you it, want. It, you it, want to get a reaction out of them. You want to draw them in. So I, that's great. I love it when they hate me. I, I, listen, I, when they were saying, hey, you little, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, I should kill this kid. Nah, <laughs> come on. You have to punk out. Uh, just right with it. Well, we'll talk more about gimmicks in a few, but now, of course, we have to go ahead and reach out to go good old Jay Reels that basically is waiting on our phone call. Let's go ahead and, and open up here. Where is his number? I just had it. Ah. Uh, basically, I just had it. This is what happens when you're live on radio. Yeah. And of course, our main man, uh, part of the indie cut, Steve Mesa just arrived. Hey. So basically, uh, good old Steve, we missed you. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> how you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. That's great. I need to protect my voice a little bit. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> well, we definitely missed you, man. Uh, I'll tell you, you and your random comedy. But uh, random comedy. Why my random comedy? Your random comedy. Random comments, man. <laughs> well, they also refer to the subpentacle called full circle. Though. That is true. Yeah. But either way, we missed you. But guys, let's go ahead and reach out to good old Jay Reels, who's waiting on our phone call. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Mr. Rios, welcome to Russell City Radio. You're on with myself, George Alonso, and of course, uh, top one of the top female athletes here in South Florida, uh, Red Velvet. How are you, man? What is going on, Miss Velvet? Hello, darling. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. Wait, are you both familiar with each other? Yeah. What? You're, you're both. What's that? You're both familiar. You're both familiar with each other, Mr. Rios. Um, so, somewhat. I would say I think we've we've crossed paths a couple of times. I've seen Miss Velvet right. at a few shows in the uh, in the Florida area, doing her thing and and doing it pretty well. So uh, congrats to her and keep going, ma'am. Thank you, thank you. Awesome. And Mr. Rios, first and foremost, thank you so very much for your time. Uh, again, I know uh, you're very very busy. You're you're constantly training because hence the thing that you're in. Because my God, when when you when I first was introduced to you, Mr. Rios, you look nothing like you do today. You are absolutely great. You're great <laughs> right now. And, and, oh, no. You're chiseled. So is what I'm trying to say. So, you, Mr. Rios, thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me, man. It's uh, it's been it's been a while, George. I know we I know we set this up some time ago. Um, I'm just really yep. glad that it actually all came to fruition, and you know, I'm I'm really happy that you're still doing your thing and just continuously growing, especially with Russell City Radio. So congrats to you, man. Hey, thank you so very much for that, Mr. Reed. A lot, especially coming from someone like you and and the resume like you. So it, it, that that hit my heart. And for a second, you're like this is Red Velvet's first day here working 
job and you're about to get me emotional in front of her. Come on, I'm trying to Mr. Rios, first impression means a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, man. No, dude. Thank you guys. Like I, I not not to sound pompous because I'm I'm not pompous at all. I'm actually quite humble despite, you know, contrary beliefs. Um but you know, I, I, I respect real and that's you know Real is a language that isn't isn't common anymore, and it's pretty foreign to many of us and to many others that don't understand the hustle and the grind and trying to succeed at doing something that is, you know, separate from the status quo. Not not that there's anything wrong with being, you know, you know, regular or average or anything above the like along those along those means. You and I and Red Velvet and people of our, you know, we're, we're cut from a different, you know, different, different set of cloth, and we're just, we're hustlers, we're go-getters. You know, right now I'm, I'm sitting in a condo in Southern California in San Diego, um, and I didn't, I didn't get here by luck. I didn't get here because it was handed to me. I didn't get here by, you know, anybody giving anything to me. I, I busted my ass for nearly 10 years now, um, and it's, it's been a nonstop hustle. It's been a nonstop grind, um, hard work. That that type of stuff can't be substituted. Um, just a lot of patience and a lot of just sleepless nights. A lot of just sacrifice. Um, a lot of a lot of people know that I'm very vocal in terms of my relationship mm-hmm. with my with my son, and that to me right now especially means the most. He just turned seven a few months ago, so he's at a very important age in his life where he really needs dad around and unfortunately I'm not around as much as I'd like to be and these are the type of sacrifices that you know guys like us and and, and, and women alike you know that have have children or family members or anything of that magnitude you know these are the sacrifices that we we kind of know that we're we're, we're we're going to be taking um, especially if you want to rise to the top and unfortunately we're in an industry where very 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 few make it to that very 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 small top there's more of us than there are spots so right now we're at an age and we're at a stage in our game where if you're not doing something to set yourself apart you're just going to blend in with the rest of them and right now i'm 10 years i'm nearly 10 years in um i've had multiple opportunities i've been on worldwide pay-per-views i've been on worldwide tv um, I've done some pretty, some pretty gnarly things in my career. Um, granted, I'm not where I'd like to be uh, as of as of the moment, um, but I will be, and that's that's the key thing is knowing that I will be, um, and it's it's just a part of it's just part of you know paying your dues and just putting in your time and. A lot of a, a lot of guys make it sooner than others. A lot of ladies make it sooner than others, and it takes some some other men and women a lot longer to make it. You know, it's and it's disheartening for some people, and it's it's a real mental it's a real mental warfare with yourself. And if you're not mentally prepared to deal with the beast that is professional wrestling and anything in life for that matter, then you know. Um, so no, I yeah, completely I mean, I, agree. The fact the, yeah. yeah, the fact that we're the fact that we're here and we're sitting down, we're having this conversation. You know, the three of us we come from three you know separate you know walks of life, but we all represent one thing, and that's being Hispanic. Yep. Yeah. Amen to that, man. Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. going on? Who, yeah. Hey, man. Who knew, who, who knew Spanish people could do some pretty awesome stuff? <laughs> 
I agree with you, man. Now you're getting me in the mood for a nice little though. I'm not going to lie to you. I can go for that. I'm about to go to tacos after this. Yeah, just rise up on my arms. Um, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the fact that we're talking about um, wrestling and Lucha Libre and just the fact that Latinos are doing it and they're doing it big, that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's the biggest part of all that. We're not, just doing, we're not just doing this to do it. We're not just entering this business to enter it and say, hey, we did it. We're coming into this to legitimately plant our flag to raise our flags from where we're from and to raise them with pride. Bro, con el orgullo que yo siento to raise my yeah. Puerto Rican flag around <laughs> the world that I travel. Damn. There's no more. Dude, there's no, there's no, there's no greater feeling of pride than that. Especially as of late, man. I, I, can, I can only tell you that guys like Eddie Guerrero his brothers, Hector, Mondo, Chavo, his father, Gori, the guys that you've mentioned, me, Mascaras, Dos Caras, bro, these are all just legends in this business, just guys that set the path for what we're doing. People that said that we're not going to be what everybody else expects of us. We're going to be more. And we're going to not just be more, but we're going to set a bar. And when we set that bar, we're going to set it so high that it's only going to take a very, very special elite few to even come close to doing what we've done. And that, and that's what these legends have done. And bro, I can, I can tell you right now that there's, there's, there's just a whole crop of Latinos out there just waiting to kill it. And the problem is, is that there isn't enough spotlight. There aren't enough companies with enough resources, with enough financial resources there's too many people right now that are more focused on working against each other than they are with one another yep totally agree you know yeah agreed uh, 100% and if we agreed could, there bro if we could all just pardon my language cut the bullshit we are nothing bro we came into this world with nothing we leave it with nothing and guess what we're trying we're all trying to be a part of something we're all trying to create something bigger than ourselves why ostracize people from it? Because somebody doesn't agree with your vision? Maybe you need somebody to oppose what you feel to make you better. 
And that's, yeah. that's what that's what a lot of people miss. So right now, there's just I feel that there aren't enough places to showcase the incredible Latino talent. And just there's a there's just talent, man. Over like I've I've been spending I I, I pretty much live here on the West Coast now. I, I share residence in Orlando and and here in, in San Diego. Um, but man, the people here on the West Coast, holy smokes, bro! Like these guys, like I, I've, I've been, I've, I've, I've been all up, I've been all up the East Coast. I've, I've been, I've seen Florida more times than I, than I'd like. Um, and I, I, I've, tra- I've traveled, I've traveled around the country. I've been to different countries, and just being here on the West Coast is, is it's, it's a different feeling of, of unity. Everybody is just here for the most part to work together and to just you know, raise their own, you know, fly their own individual flags uh, of pride of their SoCal pride, the Southern California pride, the Northern California pride, just California as a whole is just culture. And everybody here just is very in tune with bringing to life what they feel. They're very expressive here. And the amount of innovation that I've witnessed in the last near a year of being out here it's just, it's insane. I don't, I, it's rare, it's rare that I see half the stuff being done anywhere than what I see on this side of the country. Um, there's, then, there's just a guy, yeah. No, I, I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just wanted to ask you real quick, now that you mentioned like working around the world and, and around different countries and, and so forth, man, I just have to ask you, uh, from your experience and like, has the crowds even been different for you? Like, because I know there's, oh. di- there's probably been a difference in wrestling, but has there been also a difference in the crowd-wise, like when you wrestle in Mexico and all, all these Latin countries or California and what have you? Man, so we've – so I'll, I'll take you guys, you know, just, just to wrap it up on, on, on this quick topic in terms of, like, Latinos and whatnot. Um, I just – People, we need to just work together. Work together just to give more, not just Latinos, but everybody alike that just deserves this chance to shine properly without the politics, without the BS, without any of that. Now, going on to the crowds and the differences in all of that nature, um, man, I can tell you a story from when Cruz and I, very like for the first time when we wrestled in Puerto Rico, um, we were we were really excited uh, because we're both we both come of Puerto Rican descent. Um, so the problem, well, not necessarily a problem, the, the, uh, the, the situation going on here was that Cruz and I were both Puerto Rican, but we were playing characters that weren't, if if anything, we were anti-Puerto Rican, we were anti-American, we were running, we were running with a character that was just controversial, we were, we wanted to have fun and just be us and do what we wanted to do and just show everybody who we were for who we were, you know? And so we, we, we had, we had the most fun pretending to be Mexican immigrants that, you know, jumped the border from Tijuana, Mexico, and, you know, eventually fulfilled their (laughs) lifelong dreams of being professional wrestlers in the United States. And we, we got to perform, you know, around, around the world with, with that act. And we've gotten to perform, you know, on impact wrestling, TNA, we, you know, Hector Guerrero is a mentor of ours because of this, you know, these are just small dreams that just kind of come true and you just don't necessarily take them in. But our, our, our first time wrestling in Puerto Rico, we were heels and we had to cut a promo bashing the Puerto Rican crowd. What? Hey. So, so, so if you're, so, 
so Velvet, you're you know you're 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 Dominican, right? Or part part Dominican, part Colombian. Okay, so so you know, and George, what are you? I'm Cuban, sir. Okay, so George, if I called you Puerto Rican, you'd correct somebody real fast, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, because apparently, uh, <laughs> like, there's some background between Cuba versus Puerto Rico that I didn't, I wasn't aware of, but yeah, you're right. Uh, but either way, so if you call, like, if you if you call, like, a Hispanic person something, another Hispanic, you know, country or origin, whatever, that they're not from, they get really defensive and protective really quick because they're just very prideful. So imagine us, two Puerto Rican guys that were pretending to be Mexicans, having to berate our own race in front of a sold-out freaking arena, um, or I can't say arena, it was one of those, like, that I can't even remember where, but it was it was pretty dope, man. It was rowdy. The production for this company was actually really impressive for an independent company in Puerto Rico. Um, and we, for you know, the cool part about this was like for months and months and months leading to our very first debut here, we were sending in promos, and they would play these promos on their on a legitimate Titantron that you know would they would showcase during their shows. So the people were already programmed and knowing who we were when we came out. So it was, it was like some WWE type stuff, man. Like when they're building up a guy and then they appear on wrong, you either, you either get booed or you either get cheered. You know, we were booed off the bat because we had developed that much heat. Cruz and all of his infinite Spanish, uh, (laughs) one of the most vicious, vicious promos and berating our own kind to the point (laughs) where the very prideful, individuals started becoming very rowdy and then a couple other few became rowdier and then one brave soul decided to take it upon himself to say f the bs i'm jumping this guardrail and he jumped the guardrail wow and he ran toward the ring and i looked at cruz and i go holy shit if this guy really jumps into the ring dude we're gonna have to you know beat the crap out of him and i don't want to do that and Cruz is like, uh, it might have to go down. Homeboy just about hits the ring. Cruz drops the mic. We just ball up to Homeboy, and just before he could hit the ring, thank God for him, not for us. Thank God for him. Uh, <laughs> security, security came and yanked him out by both legs. Um, now the other issue was that our opponents were very established, you know, good guys, and you know this was their territory, so. But right off the bat, they were just, you know, very well-known and very well-appreciative. However, this is where charisma and just this natural thing that can't be taught comes into play, and some people have it, some people don't. The problem was that we were heels, and we went from being hated and having a fan jump the guardrail to being so charismatic in how we were doing our jobs that the fans shifted their hatred toward us into love and we by the end of our match started getting cheered on our like just organically we weren't even trying it was it was one of those effects where they just they just loved hating you so much that it was hard to hate you they just needed to love you so when the promoter realized that we got over as good guys they sent another referee out to give a message to the ref that was in our match tell us that we needed to turn babyface at the end of the match. Um, so, <laughs> oh, wow. we, we, 
yeah, so we ended up doing that, like, literally right on the fly, um, changing the finish of the match right then and there. And that's one thing that Cruz above all is one of the masters at is being a ring general in that ring. Doesn't matter with who, doesn't matter who's been wrestling. Cruz can wrestle a, a, a wet paper towel and make a wet paper towel look like a million dollars. And that's, I don't say that about many people, and I say that about him. And that's biased because he's my brother, but I say that because he's earned it. Um, that's that's just the type of individual that Cruz is. So with that said, we turned babyface at the flip of a dime. And at the end of that match, although we lost, we cut one more promo letting the, letting the people know that although we travel the world representing Mexico and the culture and art of Lucha Libre, the one thing that can't be denied Es la sangre que corre por nuestras venas. Y es sangre borinqueña. Sangre borinqueña. Sangre puertorriqueña. Bro, and that crowd... Holy crap, I got chills in here. Um, that crowd... <laughs> the crowd went nuts. Well, and it was it was more heartfelt for me because it was my first time wrestling in Puerto Rico. And it was right after my grandma had passed away, literally maybe about a year and a half before... And her, her, her promise to me was that she would make it through her battle of cancer and that she would watch me fight at least one time. So that, how it unfortunately, didn't happen. But I felt through that night, and it was amazing. It was one of the most incredible feelings that I could have ever experienced. And I think, I think I've, I've had many incredible matches with many incredible athletes around the freaking world, but grandma, grandma to me is supreme, and I think... I think that that match in Puerto Rico was 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 amazing, just for so many different reasons, just the organic nature, and you know, I, I can I can compare that crowd, you know, to the crowd in Mexico, and this, that's the crowd that I've been wrestling in front of most recently for the last six, seven, eight months, or somewhere around there, um, and it started it started off as a complete accident. I came out here, I came out to the West Coast almost a year ago. Um, with a couple of friends and, you know, on a road trip just to soul search because at the time my life was in a very rough batch. Um, I needed to find out who I was personally. Um, I needed to know that I couldn't continue going on uh, lying to myself, lying to my family, and just, you know, I needed to accept who I was and accept the things that I needed to overcome to change and better myself, not only for me, but to set an example for my seven-year-old boy. Um with all that said, you know, I, I ended up, you know, networking with amazing set of people out here. Social media, guys, is an amazing thing if used properly. <laughs> um, and I and I mean yeah, that, exactly. that the the people the people that I essentially live with here in San Diego, um, his name is Josh Garcia and his wife's name is Adriana Garcia. Um, and Josh is the head photographer of the Crash Luchas in in Tijuana, Mexico, um, ran by Conan. And Josh is a photographer whose work is being showcased by the who's who of professional wrestling. And just most recently, you know, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, um, and just, just countless others just sharing his work, crediting him and so a few years ago, this is maybe about almost three years ago, I, uh, my, our sponsors, Mask Republic, um, they shared some of Josh's artwork and I, or not his artwork, but some of his photography. And it was just, 
it was something out of this world. It was, it was, it was nothing that was like you, you would see from other photographers. It was just that very raw, authentic, you know, capture. It was very candid. The moments were raw and genuine. They were real. His, his photography to me screamed realism. I can, I can kind of feel what was going on during that moment, seeing Josh's photography. He runs Rudo's photography and you can find him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, but it was because I was a fan of his work that I reached out to him and just let him know like, man, your work is amazing. And because of that simple gesture, I gained not only a friend, I gained a brother and his wife and their entire family. And here we are going, you know, three and three, almost three years strong as friends and and it's been an incredible ride and it's just all, all because of social media and just just going going out of your way to just let somebody know that hey man your stuff's awesome you know being being a kind person costs nothing and because i was kind they were kind in return they're the most incredible individuals ever so i came out here a few months ago to work for pacific coast wrestling and i worked mr 450 fellow lwo brother um <laughs> probably one of the most amazing matches one-on-one that I've ever had. And it was a test to me because again, I was coming off some real personal stuff. Um, and it was a one-on-one thing. And guys, for the last eight and a half, nine years, I've been a tag team wrestler. Um, so the whole singles thing is very rare for me. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um, so it, it was a test to myself and just going against Mr. 450. I don't think I could have asked for a better opponent pound for pound, um, he's 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 great. He's the most and and, <laughs> and, and not LWO too, Jay. That that's that's a huge thing going on for you too. Like um, for both professionally and personal. Uh, mm-hmm. Mind you, LWO has a group of guys that wrestle together uh, or travel together, but you guys literally are family. And right. if, if you know, if it, if I'm uh, please correct me where I'm wrong here. But it's basically you, John, 450, I know Angel Rose, Lindsay Dorado, uh, all people, members of WWE. Some, of course, went on to the WWE. Some went on to Impact Wrestling. But they're still family. So yeah. with that being said, you know, how is the LWO right now? With, of course, with the LWO now spreading into even bigger stages, how, how, where's the <laughs> LWO going from here? Man, if I could if I could tell you that we're probably closer now than we are than we were ever, um, and it's crazy because we hardly see each other. Um, I see I can I I can say that I see Lindsay maybe once for sure once a week, um, if not the most twice uh, and that's when he usually gets in from the road and chances are when we get together it's it's just to you know get get with our families and we're just spending time with with each other and our families and just going over you know road stories and watching our old matches and watching new matches and just Lindsay being the selfless you know person that he is just forever giving advice and forever like forever still investing all of his time into John and to 450 and to Angel Rose, even, you know, even just, just even people that aren't in the LWO, but just, you know, I think right now we're stronger than ever just because we don't see each other every weekend anymore. And because we don't see each other every weekend, I think we 
we take into accountability that we need to search for one another still in order to maintain the relationship that we had. And that's, that's one of those things that we wanted to make sure that we did. It's, it, it's so cliche in wrestling where you, we, where you get a lot of people that create these, you know, cliques or whatever amongst themselves. And, you know, some of them do it for the sheer sake of, you know, doing it for a gimmick. And for us, it was legitimately, you know, we were, we were a couple guys or we were, you know, a set of guys that were just, you know, we wanted to represent our island and do it, do it in fashion and do it in a way that we knew we could excel in. And we knew that if the four of us got together, that there was no way anybody could turn us away from how great we were. And I don't give a damn if that sounds cocky to anybody, but I'll put the four of us, sorry, the five of us, including Angel, up against anybody. Put money on that. I don't give a damn. Wherever, wherever, book it. Whoever's listening, we'll put on show match of the night, match of the year. We'll steal the show. That's just a promise. It's not even a promise, a guarantee. That's how confident I am. Because we're all stars, bro. Like, we've worked. For yeah. Can I pitch something to you, if I can, please, with your permission? Please, man. Uh, I would love to see because it's evidence that Angel Rose, when she gets called up to Impact Wrestling, that she's now part of another Latino group in the LAX. And then, <laughs> so it, it, I find it funny, you know, it's kind of like coincidence. But what have you ever thought? Like between you guys, and not to kind of spoil anything here for the fans, but was, is there ever or maybe an idea being thrown around of LAX versus the LWO? That's actually, I <laughs> for me, me personally, bro. Like that's 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 some pretty dope. Yeah, that's a pretty dope concept. I actually give Angel, a, uh, I I like to bust her chops about it all the time. Uh, we actually. Um, <laughs> You know, just just so it's on record, we there is there is an LWO group chat. Um, it's very 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 exclusive, members only, um, and it's it's and it's pretty much it's, it's it's nothing bad. It's literally like how the all of us you know stay in contact with each other from anywhere we from where we are. You know, 450 could be in Puerto Rico. You know, Cruz could be in, in Northern California. I could be down in Southern California. You know, forfeit. Uh, Lindsay could be somewhere on the road with WWE. And Angel could be on on the road doing her thing. And we have this one group chat. This is our hub where we, you know, hey, I'm running into a problem with the promoter. Hey, I'm running into a problem with so and so. Or hey, I guys, I need advice. We go straight to the group chat, and without fail, there's always somebody there to answer. And it's the four of us awesome. and the, the be- or the five of us. And the best thing is, is that we're all brutally honest with one another. We don't sugarcoat a damn thing. And that's, that's, that's what keeps us all on our, on our A game. That's what keeps us all on our toes. We, we can accept the truth for what it is because that just makes us better at the end of the day. Um, but awesome. LAX versus LWO, man, that, that would be some dope stuff. Um, for me, however, uh-huh. I, I, uh-huh. Feel, I feel overall – when we when we created LWO, obviously it was a play off the LWO and the WCW days, but we took it and we made it Lucha World Order because Lucha for us isn't just the art form that we you know that we excel in. Um, it's not just our craft, but it's our state of mind. So Lucha World Order for us, it's three words, but it's one state of mind only, and that's just to prevail above anything and everything. Because without Lucha, no está luchando. Bro, then you ain't winning. Yeah. You ain't winning. You ain't trying. Bro, 
Trust me, man. Like, I'm I'm far too driven, especially now. I've 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 looked I've looked adversity in the eye, and uh, this sounds like some cliche motivational crap, but dude, this is this is about as real as real can be, as real as real gets. When I tell myself that I'm the realest person I've ever met, I can say that with a smile because I mean it. I can look myself in the eye and I can call myself out for any fault that I have ever committed. I can call myself out for anything. I can be accountable for my actions. I'm, bro, I am so happy. <laughs> and the best thing at all, but like the best thing of all of this is the mental clarity and the things that, that, that are most important to me. That's, that's and my, go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, you were finishing up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, you no, know, so um, I, 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 right now we're just we're all like the LWO overall. We're we're all in very very good places and only going further. Um, from again going back to me personally, like mentally, mm-hmm. professionally, I am the most driven that I've ever been. Um, you mentioned my physique earlier. Um, I've, I've gone through my many stages of my physique where I've been, you know, I've been in shape. I've not been in shape. I've been kind of in shape. I've been tubby. I've been chubby. I've been fluffy. I've been really jacked. I've been really small. I've been really skinny. Right now, I've, I'm, I'm at a stage in my life where I've, I've, I think I've, I've mastered or I'm almost at the brink of mastering balance and that's balance between my diet balance between my gym balance between myself and balance between my family and I realize that none of those things can suffer none of those things can lack because if anything is lacking that I'm lacking and I can't it, it, it's like it's like a it's like a perfectly working machine if you've got a if you've got a leak in your car then you need to get that leak fixed immediately because chances are it's going to lead to bigger problems for me I make sure that all my leaks are sealed. My leaks being my personal, my, my personal life, my family, my relationships with my loved ones, um, and just staying true to who I am, and just making sure that I give back to to people that are willing to strive to be more for themselves, for something greater than themselves, above all. Now, you, with that being said, because you, you mentioned some great points, Jay, about like how you're chiseled now and, and how you ch- changed yourself from like the chubby to the to skinny to the chiseled and, and so on and so forth. One of the uh, things that people say in the pro wrestling world, and again, I'm not, no longer a wrestler, but uh, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that if you're going to be a wrestler, not only do you have to go out there and but you also have to look like a wrestler. Like, you have to look the part, you know. And, and mind you, like, you, to be honest with you, Jay, I'm going to tell you straightforward, and this is I'm being friends with you. If I look across the room from you and I said, hey, i got to fight this guy, I'll be scared shitless. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you are chiseled, like, beyond beliefs. And I'm just a little gordo here, you know, so I'm like – Oh God, I'm not going to stand a chance. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, if a person in real life can say, "Hey, I'm scared of that guy," basically that means you're looking the part. So how how important is that? It's it's super important. And for me, um, I don't I don't necessarily because yeah, uh, just 
I'm very peaceful. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't, know I, I don't know how I can stress that enough. Um, for me, like when wor- working out for me has become therapy, it's therapeutic. Um, when I go in there, I don't go in there with, with the mindset of like, all right, let me get this workout just to get it in or, all right, let me punish myself for this bad day or let me, you know, let me, let me get all my stresses out. You know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's the days where life, Life, life will test you, and it'll, it'll smack you in the ass a couple of times, and leave you leave you feeling some type of way. And you'll go into the gym, you know, and take your frustrations out, and that's that's okay. Um, but for me, I, I I work out more so as a as a as a as a as a test for my men for my mental strength, because to me, I I tell myself this all the time now, and 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 it's one of the main things for for wrestlers above on. I'm I'm taking my my diet and my my physical health and my my workouts and everything of that magnitude. I'm taking all of that a lot more seriously now than I did five, six, seven years ago. Um, because you know I, I I thought I had it all figured out then, and you know life life turns you upside down and realize you realize at the end of it all that you don't have anything figured out and that you'll probably never have anything figured out until your to your last day. But what I want to do is I want to start taking, you know, precaution over my profession. If this is what I'm going to do for, you know, God willing, knock on wood, for the rest of my life or until my body, you know, tells me that I can't or until I deem fit. You know, because I, I still want to be able to walk out on my own terms and be able to, keyword walk out. And there's often times where a lot of guys who are really athletic who have great in-ring skill but don't have the physical attributes to protect themselves. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to be just another muscled-up guy. I'm perfectly cool with being skinny and this and that. That's that's great. But, man, I can guarantee you that if you had a little muscle on your body, you know, falling would hurt a lot less because it – it's a nice question every now and then, you know. But for me, you know, working out above all is is just mental and work like cardio. uh, I I despised cardio for a while, but now I I look forward to it because I – it's it's for me it's a daily it's a daily game as to where am I going to push myself next and like this 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 podcast probably isn't much about wrestling right now but it's like a lot of us don't <laughs> necessarily pay attention yeah a, a lot of us don't necessarily pay attention as to how strong we truly are and how strong we truly can be if we just put the power of being strong back into ourselves and not placing it into anybody else that be it social media and trying to live a different life on social media than what you do in real life. And I get, I get it. You know, there's nobody's going to post when they're doing bad, but everybody's always going to post when they're doing right. Me, you'll chances are, you'll know how I'm doing because I'm just, I'm just real all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm well in life because my family is well. My children are healthy. I'm healthy. I'm alive. You know, for me, working out, when I go into the gym, it's, okay, I've got this many sets, and I like to play with my, I, 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 like, I like to play with it a little bit. If I, if I, set, if I set myself up for 12 reps and, and four sets, then chances are at the end of it, I want to see how tired I am, and then I like to talk shit to myself into my mind, like, come on, you little bitch, you don't got, you got 15 reps in you? Come on, you don't got 15 reps in you? Come on, you got 15. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at 12, though. 
You got you got fifteen? Nah. Yes, you do. You got fifteen. And I'll bust out fifteen like nothing. But just just a few seconds before that, I was set to be done at twelve. <laughs> in reality, I had fifteen in me the whole time. But you just had to push past the mental barrier. And that just that comes that comes now I bring that back to the wrestling thing where we all need to push past a certain mental barrier and going back to what I was talking about earlier and all of us being different and setting yourself apart and kind of going back to the old school days of wrestling and studying, you know, what was being done and studying the characters. Because, yes, although the, 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 the end style of wrestling now is the cool high spots and, and, and the falsies and this and that and the very hybrid action pack style, which I love and I, I do pretty much all the damn time. I did it, you know, twice, twice in a row this past weekend. Um, but if you can just, if you can keep that style and make yourself into a character and just do things that other people aren't doing, bring back things that other people aren't necessarily doing then you'll realize well, that you'll and, to set yourself. What's that? What's that? <laughs> you, 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 bro, you, I love interviewing you, man. Like, <laughs> I love you, Jay, because... I'm giving, you know, a, I'm giving I, away I have, free knowledge. Have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just that, man, but, like, sometimes, and this is not to bash anyone, okay, because I respect everyone equally. You know how I am, Jay. But, really, like, I've had guests on the show in the far past when this used to be reality tech radio, where I will ask the question and I can't even get the next question. With you, you like 10. <laughs> so I'm loving this interview right now. So, yeah, man. So with that, so with that being said, you, you were talking about, hey, you have to make sure that no one's doing the same thing, you know, like, so that, that brings up a lot of originality in pro wrestling, you know? Of course. Originality in pro wrestling is like rule number one. So, of course. You were talking about, yeah, you were talking about, you know, your Team Lucha, how that was created, that was original, but then now, also your mask persona, which no one basically has been called before, I can't even pronounce it right, can you tell me about massacring your name? <laughs> All right, okay, more or less, so... So the the key word in that, and, I, and this is to every Spanish person that first sees the name, they're like, hey, you know that your name says Gula? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. The name was, the name, you know, it was, it was a name that was already put into a character that was created more along the lines after, I, I, I kind of like, the character that I embody, this Oracle character is pretty much, you know, it was kind of created after me by the, by an artist named Chris Parks, who's also the head of Pale Horse Design, um, famed artist out of you know St. Petersburg area. Um, Chris came up with the concept of this mass luchador that he wanted to illustrate, and he illustrated a concept um, for him, and he wanted to he wanted it to be a very old school luchador. Um, who was raised by his grandfather, and after his grandfather had passed, um, this child, who was me, would, you know, from time to time see these premonitions and have these nightmares of a serpent. Um, So throughout his life, you know, throughout his life leading up into his, like, early teen years, um, 
he would become curious about this light that would always emanate, like that would come emanating from, you know, this closed door, but it would come out peeking out of the cracks of the door. And one day, you know, Oracle became brave enough to open, you know, this closet. And when he opened the closet, he noticed this giant beam of light that rests inside of this closet. And as he approached this light, there was a chest. And as he opened it, there laid the mask. And with that mask, was the stitching, the stitching of the symbol with the all-seeing eye symbol that was that's located on the forehead. And in the stitching, the stitching was pretty much coming to life and coming to light and kind of burning and stitching itself and kind of like creating a 3D effect. So when Oracle then saw the mask, he placed the mask on and upon putting the mask on, he was able to see everything that his grandfather had lived through. And his, come to find out, his grandfather was a luchador, a very famed luchador who had wrestled all throughout Mexico. And he had an evil, ne- like an arch nemesis, who he had to ba- do battle. It was, it's this crazy story, man. And, like, the whole thing for me was that, like, my grandma is that person. My, my, not that she was an actual luchador, um, but she was, she was a fighter. But she, 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 was, she, was, she was the fighter of our family. Like, to me, I pray to God, and then I pray to my grandma, and then I pray to Jesus. Um, hmm. But my, my grandma is very, very big um, in terms of spirituality to me. Like, before I take off for any flight, I always, you know, I always ask for her to make sure that not just me, but for everyone on this flight, to, you know, land and to, for us to get to our destinations, you know, in a, in a safe manner and for, for us, you know, for us to always be protected. Like, I, I, I talk to my grandma a lot. I've got her name tattooed on me um, before all my matches. You know, I pray that, you know, she lets us, you know, walk back out the same way we walked in, unhurt, unscathed, and uninjured. Um, so she's very big for me, man. And, like, that when I read, when, when Chris gave me the story, um, that whole thing with like Oracle wanting to be like his grandfather. I wanted to be like my grandma. Um, so like all the things that you guys are getting, like getting from me right now, like this whole mumbo jumbo, like I'm on a hippie spiritual talk, you know, I, yes, I am. Um, but it's, it's because of, it's because of the values that my grandma put into me when I was a kid. And like my, my grandma was such an amazing person. Like she, she, this is, this is a true story. We had a relative, like not a relative, but a family friend, that my grandma would open her house to and let this person stay in a home. Like it would sometimes be homeless. And this person would then steal from my grandma and give them like, my, like take my grandma's money, take, take her possessions, pawn them off just to get drugs or whatever the case might be. And then when they had nothing, you know, they would disappear for days, weeks, months on end. And then when they had nothing, they would return to my grandma and my grandma full on well knowing what this person had done would call this person out and say, I forgive you. Because chances wow. are, you you're going through what you're going through, and the things that you're going you're, that you're doing will one day lead you to a better, hopefully a better cause. And my grandma, man, like when she passed away, like I held I held my grandma's hand as she took her final breath, and not a lot of people know that I carry a rosary wow. with me in my and my I carry wow. a rosary with me in my car. Yeah, I carry a, a white rosary with me in my car um, that I brought to my grandma in San Juan in the hospital and I placed it in her hand and I was holding her hand and as my whole family sat around her as she, you know, she took her final breath. She had that rosary in her hand and then her, I felt her hand go limp 
and then <laughs> the rosary fell into my hand. And I, I said I was going to let her have it, <laughs> but the selfish piece of me said I had to keep this rosary because I couldn't let it go now. Because when she went limp, it was like she was dropping it back into my hand. Yeah. Kind of saying, like, hey, and that's that- back to you. <laughs> Um, so I kept I kept that rosary uh, with me, and 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 a couple you know a couple years later I I went through life, and I I've a lot of people don't know this either. I I went to my pain pill addiction, and my addiction to alcohol, and pain pills above all, and I I worked through those addictions, and I did go through a time where I didn't like myself very much, and I I didn't accept myself very much, and I I sought acceptance through this professional wrestling thing, and wanting to make other people happy. Because my grandma always believed that if she saw a smile on someone else's face, then it was a day worth living for her. Because that means that there was happiness in the world. And this is a world where happiness doesn't exist as much as we would like for it to. Um, so there, Jay, there was a point. Yeah. And I could tell the emotion in your voice. And, like, and I say this in a good way. I say this with all the respect I have for you, and you know, and let me tell you, it's plenty. Because I've been a fan of you and a follower of you for many, many months and many, many years. I have to tell you this, man. No matter the the negatives, the trials and tribulations, and everything you went through, brother, you came out a better person, and I'm still thankful to this day that you're not pro wrestler, that you're not only an athlete, that not only are you getting, you know, better, but that you're still here. So I I speak, you know, on behalf of Red Velvet and myself, and of course my other co-host Steve Mason, but we are extremely happy that you're still around, bro. I want you to know that. Man, I'm happy to still be around. I'm happy that I'm here talking to you guys. Um, I was once ashamed of the fact that I wanted to end the one thing that I now cherish the most, and that was my life. Because, again, I tried to make other people happy, and I had, I had a son this whole time who looked at me as a hero. And this whole time, I just needed acceptance and validation from one person to one person only, and that was from him. And as long as he loves Dad and as long as he loves me, then I love all of y'all, man, but it's, it's only him that matters. And as long as he loves me, I don't care. I don't care what anybody else thinks. But as long as I, I want people to like me, you know. But if you don't, you don't. If you do, you do. It's all it's all well and good. Um. <laughs> you know, it, it, it goes off. It's like what uh, Red Butler was saying at the beginning of the show. Hey, if you if you love me, great. If you hate me, great. At the end of the day, of I did my job. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're doing it well, man. Thank you. You see another, yeah, another compliment from a ten-year-plus vet, okay? So, but my, my last God, one, you just I, made me feel so old, man. I'm that's it. I'm done. I'm retired. <laughs> like almost ten Lord. years. I'm cash. I'm cashing it in. I'm I'm hanging up the boots. I'm taking off the knee pads. <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> hey, the, no, don't not, you understand? Not yet. Not yet. Uh-huh. Not yet, man. There's, 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 there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that I still have to work, especially now under this mask. Um, so <laughs> I ain't going nowhere, not for, not for a good while. <laughs> so, so my last question for you, Jay, I, I have to throw this out there, man, uh, because we're running short. But 
my last question for you is, uh, is there anyone specific, now that you mentioned there's so many people that you want to wrestle, even with now your mass persona, who's on your list, man? Um, right off the top of my head, I, I want to rematch with Mr. 450, um, because the match that we had at Pacific Coast Wrestling uh, back in November was probably one of my most favorite matches that I've had to date. But I was in a very, I was I was in very bad shape, and he was at a point where he was, I guess you know that he he was going very strong at that time, and he was wearing away and didn't even realize it. Um, but right now we're both healthy, we're both healthier and stronger than ever. Our wheels are good and kicking, um, so I definitely want to wrestle my brother one more time. Um, I might regret that later because he's probably the hardest dude that I've ever been, like, yeah, the hardest hitting dude that I've ever been in the ring with. Um, but, you know, it, it, it takes it takes a warrior to, to go toe-to-toe with that one. So um, another one that I'd like to um, go toe-to-toe with is the king himself. Mr. King Ricochet, um, and I, I think a lot of people. I think he, I think I, I think he's a lot of people's um, go-to guy. Not, not, not for a particular, like I, I know, I know Ricochet. I know Trevor as an individual. He's really great guy, great human being. Um, but when it comes to the level of athleticism and the level of wrestler and the level of conditioning and Man, if you wanna, I feel prove your worth in the ring, and you're able to hold your own with him. Then you're able to hold your own just about with any damn out anybody else in this business. Um, and I, I think I think going toe to toe with him would be one of the biggest tests for me and a a giant you know measuring stick to see if I can live up to. And I'm very confident in knowing that I can. Very well knowing that. If somebody's brave enough to book it, I sure enough will. Um, so, anybody out there listening, wink, wink. Um, just a bunch of other guys. Uh, just a bunch of other guys. Leo Rush is another one. Douglas James on this side of the on this coast. Um, Brody King, um, who's a big man. You guys need to YouTube yeah, Brody, Brody King. King, Douglas James, yep. Eli Everfly. These guys are on the West Coast, just doing amazing things, man. Just like Eli Everfly, his level of innovation. And they were trained by the Santino brothers, um, uh, the Santino Bros Dojo uh, by Los Luchas. Um, Those guys are just incredible. Um, So, yeah. George, dude, you're the man. I really appreciate you for giving me this time to babble, because that's all I've done is babble. (laughs) If you guys get a word in. Um, but uh, it was it was a good time. You know, I, I don't really promote too many things like this. I don't really do too many things like this um, just because I don't feel that, you know, a lot of people are credible or just that into what they're doing. And, George, you treat what you do with a ton of respect and with a lot of pride, and you put a lot of effort into your product. And if you're willing to put enough birth, you know, enough effort in, into what you're wanting to bring to the people, then I'm willing to stand behind it and, and support it as well. And that's why, you know, I was very on board with doing this and why I was so keen on speaking for so long. And Miss Velvet, I wanted to put you over for a little bit and tell you how proud of you I am for, you know, being one of these 
staples in the South Florida um, area and just being becoming a well-known individual in that territory. Um, my biggest advice to you going forward is you're under great guidance. Um, you've got a lot Thank of good you. things going for yourself. Keep keep doing keep doing you. Stay true to you. Keep investing into yourself. Keep investing into your character and get yourself out there. You know, South South Florida is good. South Florida is amazing. But trust me, sweet pea, the rest of the world's even even cooler. So I know I know you'll see it. I'm sure you'll see it really soon. So keep doing what you're doing, George. Thanks again, brother. It was a pleasure. You know, thanks for having me on. Hey Jay, no, like. Again, you almost broke me down to tears, man. I, He's I, lying. He's I, crying. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm holding him back. <laughs> I'm trying to hold him in for the present. Jay, right now, I, we're trying to look like a cool boss, but right now, I bet my bottom dollar red velvet is over here thinking, man, I got a foot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, man. I'm trying to pull out my heels. <laughs> but, uh... But, Mr. Rios, before you go, because I want to be fair to you and I want to be fair to your fans and, and everyone listening, how can people follow you on social media, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all that happy-go-lucky stuff? Uh, for anyone yeah. that wants, wants to book you, who basically, not saying that they don't know you, but for the people who want to book you that have now just heard of you, where can they contact you and where's going to be the next um, hey man, there's there's always new fans of pro wrestling every day. So there's people coming on, you know, just learning about other people every every day. So I don't take it personally. Um, you can for promoters or anybody that are looking, you know, to have me on an event or a show, convention, autograph signing. Um, you can contact me at Two Faced Entertainment at Gmail dot com. Um, mainly because I go under Two Faces, my mask or just my beautiful face. Um, right. It's not because I'm. It's not because I'm a piece of shit. I promise. It's it's because you know, it, was a play, it, was, it was a it was a play off my life and my professional life. Um, so so that's that. On in terms of Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Lucha Thrilla. There's no underscore. It's one whole word. I spell Thrilla T H R I double L A. That's right. I'm Thrilla. trying to show people. Uh, wasn't that Thrilla song? The, uh, oh, yeah. Well, no, Thrilla. 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 Yeah. Thrilla. That's, the only, uh, that's like the only one. George, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, there's another Thriller. I know for a fact there's a rap. George, George, you're drunk. What is it? What time is it over there? It's like 7.20. It's happy hour. George is drinking. We had a couple margaritas. Guys, no no drinking in the studio. I thought we were going to try and keep this professional the whole way. I tried to tell him. What was the (laughs) cake? What was in the cake? What was in those brownies, man? <laughs> oh my God! No comment. West Coast, no right? Com- no comment. What was that? That guy saying? No comment. I appreciate it. Um, thank you guys, and much luck to you both. You know, to the future, and uh, hope to do this again soon. Well, definitely. Yeah. We deserve a part two because I'm pretty sure there's plenty of other stories we didn't even oh, touch the surface of. Bro, we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. 
Exactly. So definitely part two is coming because I of definitely course. want to finish this. Oh, of course. There'll <laughs> definitely be a part two, trust me. Sooner than later. Mark my words. <laughs> uh, Jay, thank you so very much for your time. It means a lot, and especially your words. Uh, you know, this is a new song for Russell City Radio alongside Red Velvet and, of course, Steve Mesa. So thank you so very much for your time. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Good night. Wow. Wow. I, I, I can't, do I even say anything? Where, where do I go up from here? I, I, don't, I don't know. Where, where, where exactly do I... You know what? I, I'm speechless. So what I'm going to do, because I'm... What? We're going to commercial. I, I, this guy left me speechless. Welcome to commercial. We'll be right back with the indie. Uh, with the indie, I can't even talk. Let's go to commercial. Independent pro wrestling returns to Atlantic City after over ten years. SWF Wrestling, along with Stop the Heroin, presents Roll the Dice. Saturday, June tenth. Meet and greet will start at six p.m. Bell time, eight p.m. at the National Guard Armory. 1008 Absecon Boulevard, Atlantic City, New Jersey. The headlining main event. Only a dream match SWF can think of. Former WWE and current Impact star Alberto El Patron versus Pentagon El Cero Miedo. Former WWE star Jack Swagger versus member of the Boot Party TJ Marconi. Three-way women's dream match. Lucha Underground star Taya versus cheerleader Melissa versus Impact Wrestling's LAX's Angel Rose. And many other matches, including the SWF Heavyweight title, will be on the line. Strong Style Lucha featuring Ricky Reyes and El Hijo de Dos Caras. The Mayor Guardian's Gold Ladder match. Red Titus versus Grizzly Redwood. A tag team match of Josh Adams and Jeffrey Bravo versus the New York Recce Crew. And an insane 20-person Atlantic City Rumble. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit SWFPro.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWFWrestling247. Instagram and Snapchat at SWFPROWrestling. SWF Wrestling alongside Stop the Heroin bring you Roll the Dice. Saturday, June 10th, and Wrestle City Radio will be bringing you the pre-show live. Don't miss it. And I and I still can't talk, even though we went on commercial. Good lord, I'm. I'm you know what? Let's take even a let's take even a, a longer little break for myself here for before I embarrass myself here, uh, guys. I have the pleasure and the honor. I can't even do this introduction. You know what? Here you go, Steve. Steve. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Got a light there. Let me just throw the light there in the proverbial waters that you are drowning in, in the tears and so on and such forth in Kia Biscayne. The proverbial game. Well, I have returned after a two-week hiatus, and ladies and gentlemen, I have come to bring the good news. No, I am not a Mormon, though I am a practicing 
at times. But this is Steve Mansma, and this is the Indie Cut. Now, May has come and passed, and it's May in our, in our back view. I like to check out 10 matches, 10 workers that I think stood out the most. So I'm going to run down the gamut and just list them quick, quickly, and then you can check them out as much as you can with these, uh, with these uh, links that I'll give you. Uh, number 10, I have Leva Bates versus Lufisto for the Shine Championship, the Shine 42. Uh, that can be found. That's number 10 on Matches of the Month, in my opinion, uh, on FullSlam.com. Next up, we have a match where you can actually watch on YouTube for free, and that is Sammy Callahan versus Sue in a no-disqualification, false-counts-anywhere match that took place at Fest Wrestling Bring Your Mom Show. Number eight. Pete Dunn, Trent Seven for the number one contain, contendership spot at the WWE United Kingdom Tournament Special. That can be found on the WWE Network, 999. Number seven would be the villain Marty Squirrel versus the aerial assassin Will Ospreay in one of the, of the Super Juniors matches for night, let me see, night one. That can be found on New Japan World. We also have the Authors of Pain versus DIY, which is followed up by that infamous heel turn by Tommaso Ciampa. That took place at NXT TakeOver in Chicago. That can be found on WWE Network for $9.99. Number five, we've got Matt Riddle taking on one half of Red Kyle O'Reilly for the WWN Championship. At Evolve 84, that can be found on Flow Slam TV. Number four is Bushi versus for the in the best of the Super Juniors Night Five. Amazing. The finals that's going to be next month if I can make it next month. Uh, Number three, Will Ospreay versus Ricochet in their sequel to the most talked about match of 2016, which is basically a 45 minute epic that basically is levels up and beyond their last match from last year can be found on New Japan World for the best of the Super Juniors tonight too. Number two would be Kenny Omega, the cleaner, taking on Tomo Ishii for the number one contender spot to play Kuzichika Okada at Dominion. And Dominion is going to be in a few minutes. Uh, but that match took place at New Japan Wrestling, Wrestling Donkatu. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And the match for this month has to be the five-star classic that took place in Chicago. And that would be Pete Dunn. Pete Bruiserweight Dunn taking on Tyler Bate for the WWE United Kingdom Championship in a five-star classic in which they basically stole a whole damn show. Now, two workers of the month. I have number 10, Tomohiro Ishii. I have number 9, Leva Bates. Number 8, Sue Young. Number 7, Tyler Bates. Number 6, Number 5, Matt Riddle. Number 4, Kenny Omega. Number 3, Koshida. Number 2, Will Ospreay. And for obvious reasons, and Pete Dunn now. Pete Dunn being the bruiserweight that he is, he's also taken place. Taking 
uh, part in matches that are not just WWE. He's also not only the United Kingdom champion, he's also the Progress champion. He defended the title against Mark Haskins and Mark Andrews in its three-way match. Progress 48 bang the drum. Uh, not only that, he's a great character. He made a name for himself in January, and he basically, you know, did what he couldn't do in January, beat Tyler Bay, got the Kingdom Champion, and established himself as one of the best heels, if not maybe the best heel in professional wrestling today. Now, I would like to preview, I was talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, happening Sunday, 5.30 a.m., I believe, 3.30 a.m., and that's the Dominion Show. Now, check out this card. Okay, so I'm going to start from the bottom. Work my way to the top. In a six-man match with the IWGP Never Open Weight six-man title, we've got factions colliding. So we have the champions. We have Hushi, Evil, and Sonata, who will be representing Los Incarnables de Japan. And they will be taking on Ricochet, Juice Robinson, and Raisuki Suguchi, which they will also be taking on Tachi, Yoshinobu Konomuro, and Zack Sabre Jr. representing Gun. Then you also have Yoshihashi, Toru Yanu, and Tomohiro Ishii representing Chaos. You all have more groups. Here we go. Bad Luck Ballet. Yoshio Takahashi and Hangman Page representing the Bullet Club and all running the, the gamut in a gauntlet match of the IWGP Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championship. We also got Michael Elgin versus aka Cody Rhodes for those, those, those who don't know it's just Cody. We also Hiromu Takahashi versus Koshida who won the Best of the Super Juniors after beating Will Ospreay in another five-star classic. And the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. And it will be Koshida's chance to get revenge on Takahashi after Takahashi defeated Koshida in under 10 minutes at WrestleAge.com. We also have War Machine versus God. I'm not talking about the almighty God. I am talking about Gorilla's Destiny. With the IWGP Tag Team Championship on the line, we have... Rapungi Vice, the tag team of Beretta and Rocky Romero taking on Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, with the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championships on the line. We also have, in a match that was announced recently as today, Manuro Suzuki, who unfortunately did not uh, farewell in his match with Okada a month back, taking on Haruku Goto in a no Nev, IWGP never open weight heavyweight championship. Get this lumberjack death match. Goto and Suzuki and death match. Those are three things that we should not go together, but we would basically see that happen Saturday night, Sunday morning. Now we have. Tetsuyi Nato, the leader of Los Incarnables de Japan, taking on the ace of Japan, Yoshi Tanehashi, for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And in the most talked about rematch of all time, you have the Rainmaker, 
Suzuchika, Okada taking on the cleaner, Kenny Omega, in a rematch to the Wrestle Kingdom match in January with the IWTP Heavyweight Championship. And this will be a sequel to their six-star classic. It might be a seven-star classic. You never I know. Want, I, wanted to, I wanted to tell you about that. First ever in history, six-star match. It is the first in the history, but then with uh, not bad-mouthing Meltzer, but with anything, he, he could just fly off the seat of his hands and make anything history. Hell, he can make history again and make it a seven-star match. Yeah. You never know. I never thought there was going to be a six-star match, let alone a 5.5 match. He could have made a 5.5 match, but no, nope, he took it up a notch, made it to six. Now, if that didn't get your fill enough, for there's also a, a couple of shows happening around in the South Florida area. Uh, I don't know if this was talked about before, but there's uh, two two shows happening Saturday night. One in Coral, one in Plant in Plantation, Pembroke Pines. Uh, we got. The Fighting Evolution Wrestling presents Summer Showdown 2, which will be at Coral Springs High School. Feature appearances from some of the few names you have been recognized you have recognized over the past couple months, including appearances by the head, Headbang, X Pac, Eliza Burke, and OBB. Now, also that same night, you know, if you can't make it to Coral Springs and you, you know, for some reason you can't. Also make it to Pembroke Pines. There's also a show happening that, that night too. And that's Ronan 15 at Pembroke Pines, in Pembroke Pines at Brower College South Campus Gymnasium. We have Aaron Epic versus the aforementioned Mr. 450, who was part of the Lucha World, who is part of the Lucha World Order. We also have a triple threat match, Donovan Danhausen versus Jason Cade versus a, a gentleman that I'm not familiar with, but they are bringing in from Chicago, uh, GPA. I am interested in how this GPA uh, will present itself besides a, uh, my, my um, meddling GPA from, uh, from college. That's a whole different matter. Uh, moving on. We got Joey Ryan wanting to take revenge on Main Man Malkin after Main Man Malkin has just beaten him down the last time Ryan uh, showed his face around Ronan. We also had All Ego Ethan Page taking on the governor, Martin Stone, which is more to steal that match. I think that match is the one that is going to steal the show, in my opinion. Uh, we're also going to have Aria Blake versus Leo Bates, and for the Ronin Heavyweight Championship of the world, Alex Chamber- Chamberlain will be defending his title against Matt Seidel. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. So if you can't find it on New Japan Pro Wrestling, you can find it live in South Florida. And with that being said, this has been Steve Mesa with the Indica, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Can I talk? Hello? Can I talk? Let me test myself. I gave you the chance to talk about bullets. I don't know when you, you think I just, you know, maybe a non-plus stop. Hey, give me a too sweet. Too sweet. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Because Red Velvet, you know, yes, she's two years into the business, and there's something in the wrestling business that we all got to do. Too sweet. There you go. <laughs> Red Velvet is not part of the Bullet Club. I hope Kenny Omega does not come after me for trying to steal his gear. All right, but anyway. Exactly. I think I would get my foot whooped. But anyway, uh, speaking about this Saturday, like you were mentioning, uh, FEW being one of the major shows, uh, I will be in New Jersey 
covering SWF Roll the Dice uh, with Alberto Del Rio versus Pentagon and Seto uh, this coming Saturday, uh, where I will also be visiting Legends of the Ring convention and anime convention on Friday with Mr. Chad Mines. Tomorrow, we'll be presenting a special preview show here on the same network on Blog Talk Radio, talking about Roll the Dice tomorrow night here on Russell City Radio. I'm going to have, of course, Chad Mines co-host alongside with me. And then, of course, we're going to be interviewing Mr. David Adams. He's going to be the ring announcer for the special event coming up. And we'll be predicting all the matches going into Roll the Dice. But talking about that, like Steve Mason was just mentioning, you have FW Summer Showdown 2 coming up this coming Saturday. Uh, Red Velvet, you're obviously on the on the lineup. Uh, you know, uh, is revenge on your mind because you're coming after that title that uh, that you lost. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm stirring up a little recipe, and when it's time, you know, it's gonna be time to start up. Well, I was gonna yeah because you you hail from uh, what is it the your your straight out of your mama's kitchen, your mama and his mama and their mama. Coming out of everybody's kitchen. No wonder why my mom's cooking has been tasting so good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like uh, on a serious note, because I know Abu Dhabi has literally been like a, a snake in the grass, no pun intended, in your, in your career. Yeah. Uh, I know he's cost you the women's championship. Uh, he's cost you a couple of other matches as well. Yeah. And, and, and you're to a Point, and you have actually said on on the little special uh, live feedback that we did on Russell City at the, the training that you have no problem, you have no fear, but you have no problem teaching a man what a woman can do. Is oh. Saint getting on that list? Oh, it's coming. Revenge <laughs> is sweet. Well, Snake Master, I hope you're listening to that because. Uh, Red Velvet's coming after you. Uh, can you tell us a little more about the event this Saturday? Of course. Uh, you can join myself and uh, members of the few this Saturday. We're going to be at Coral Springs High School. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time, 7 p.m. Tickets are going fast, so you can um, go ahead and get those at summershowdown.eventbrite.com. I hope to see all of you guys there. We have um, on the lineup X-Pac, Headbangers, ODB, Electric. It's going to be a great show, so you guys should all come out. Like I said, I would have so been there, but I'm going to be in Jersey from Friday to Sunday. Uh, you know, hopefully by Monday, uh, you'll be walking in through this, this studio with the Women's Championship again across your shoulder. Hope so. Hopefully that that'll be nice. It, it'll look nice here in the studio, in my opinion. What do you think about that, Steve? Uh, like our first women's champion here in the studio. It definitely adds to our resume for sure, especially with so, so many conferences we've been getting. And tell you tell you what, tell you what, I'll personally have someone from Russell City Radio represent you at uh, Summer Showdown too, okay. and thank you, Master does not interfere. <laughs> well, you never know. Pops out of nowhere sometimes. So uh, I don't know. Well, whatever be the, I just want to make sure that it, it takes part. But it, it, but anywho, guys, this has been an amazing episode here today at Russell City Radio. It's Red Velvet's baby 
episode. Uh, she was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, yeah, George Jimmy doesn't stop it. Follow my uh, athletes page at La Velvet with two T's. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at La LA underscore V E L V E T T. Follow for follow. I got you guys. And yeah, Wrestle City Radio. Uh, teach me again. Teach me again. How is it? I don't know. I mean, I don't, no, I, the, the, the I need thing. Reggie. Plug. I mean, I, I wouldn't be here without the, the, the support of the Curtain Jerkers. Uh, we are a weekly podcast that super kicks wrestling in the high spots. And basically, if you never heard of us, you, you should hear about us. I mean, I've been for, what, a month or two. Uh, but, uh, but basically, we're the uh, pro wrestling meets uh, the daily show. So if you're into that type of humor, uh, come, you know, come listen to us. They'll come listen to us. Uh, we accept all comers, and we accept anybody who doesn't like our humor. And if you don't like it, well, hey, at least we got a listener. Uh, check out my Twitter. It's at Steve Mesa. And uh, that's about it. 
I, I, I'm left with like complete and utter awe here because just the fact that now Red Velvet has a key and, and on top of that, now that she's saying that she's going to kick my ass, I, I have no idea. What my I question. did not say that. Yeah, well, yeah, listen, you. You got me a cake. Can't possibly kick your butt. Yeah, I think myself on ass kicking. Yep. Guys, for everyone here on Russell City Radio, I thank you very much for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next Monday at 6 p.m. as Red Velvet and myself will And, of course, like us on Facebook, facebook.com, backslash Russell City Radio. Make sure you tune in tomorrow, not only on radio, right here on radio, backslash The Roman Show, for our other special preview shows then tomorrow for Roll the Dice. But make sure you also like, like us on our Facebook to our first episode of Russell City Live on basically live feed, Facebook feed when, of course, Extina, our social media ambassador, debuted our first ever live feed video. So, guys, make sure you tune in, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Red, any last comments? Tune in next. That, that, that sounded cool. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality checks.